Hi, everybody. Welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today, and we are going to be looking back at Bayern's game against SC Freiburg. So let's take a look at the lineups. Let's start with Freiburg. Mark Flecken was in goal, and he didn't really have a great game, but we're going to get into that. Uh, Nico Schoderbeck, Philipp Leinhardt, and Manu Gulde made up the back three. Uh, Christian Gunter and Jonathan Schmidt were the wingbacks. Uh, Hofler and Eggestein in the heart of midfield. Griefel and Holler right in front of them. And Roman Schalai up front. For Bayern, um, it was Nora and Gold, Lewandowski up front. Phil in the middle, as we always do. Um, back four today, per... Um, what I saw in the lineup, Hernandez, Upamecano, Nianzu, and Pava, but it didn't really look like a back four today. It did It did really look like Upa, Nianzu, and Pava as a back three with Hernandez pushed more up forward in a Davies role. Um, maybe that's in preparation for Davies coming back, but we'll get into all of that. It was the return of Leon Goretzka. I was very, very surprised to see him start, but he started next to Kimmich. He had a very good game. Coman Molazane in front of uh, the double pivot of Goretzka and Kimmich. And as we mentioned, Lewandowski up front. So, the first half was... I guess if I wasn't supporting a team in this game, I would say a snooze fest. I don't know if any of you caught uh, Union Berlin Köln yesterday, but it really had a similar sort of feel in that um, unless you were really supporting one of the two teams, it might have been hard to get into the game. Um, yesterday until Union scored, it was hard to get into it. Today until Bayern scored, it it really felt like two teams canceling each other out but at the same time I don't know how much of that has to do with how good either defense was because I don't think either defense was very good on the day it had to do with a lack of freshness which is surprising to say after return from an international break but it really did seem like um the pacing was off and both teams in the final third really struggled to make that last pass that would set up a if not a hundred percent chance an 80 percent chance if anything uh Bayern's midfield was stabilized though with Goretzka back you saw less panicky moments and more just decisiveness and more stability at the heart of midfield and you know we haven't had Goretzka around for a while so it was nice to see that um the second half Goretzka's goal after his return really opened things up and this is when not just Bayern but the game got going I I struggled not to put the blame on Mark Flecken for this one instead of getting to the ball he took out his own defender and as far as I know uh, Flecken recently came back as well into the first team and it just I don't know if today's performance helps him keep his place because it was pretty terrible. So, Gorska got there ahead of him. Kimmich set it up with a beautiful, beautiful um, ball over the top. And it was 1-0 to Bayern. Okay, great. We should get going now. But then, oh my goodness. Then uh, Freiburg brings on Niels Pedersen. And with his what was second, I would like to say third because I felt like his first touch was really two quick touches. But his second touch basically led to Bayern conceding. And that seemed to me like 
a lack of concentration because there was a substitution going on. But yeah, and so now at 1-1 and with Bayern basically playing without a striker, I would say at this time, I think Lewandowski had just gone off at that point. And um, so, Julian Nagelsmann did the smart thing. He brought on Serge Gnabry shortly afterward. And Gnabry is very good in these moments. Gnabry is, I think, aside from Lewandowski, probably the one of the better finishers on this Bayern team. When it's his day, he scores brilliant goals. But it's also that he he really has, he really puts a lot of strength um a lot of yeah i guess um a lot of power behind his shots so when when he strikes the ball it's very hard for keepers to keep it out because his strikes tend to be very clean uh Gnabry made Schlotterbeck fall on the floor yes that involved a slip but he did leave Schlotterbeck on the floor after an excellent pass from Luca Hernandez to find him right after he came on and uh he scored 2-1 to Bayern at this point. Freiburg threatened not really that much. Um, Bayern would get a third through Kingsley Coman. The goal in itself was a very good goal, but again, Flecken got beaten at his near post, and that should not be happening. Uh, a debacle ensued after that, which led to, I think, eight minutes of stoppage time. We're going to get more into that, but uh, other than that, Bayern also happened to add a fourth through Marcel Sabitzer in stoppage time 90 plus 6 minutes on the clock which was mostly really Gnabry's creation um, but yeah overall I'd just like to point out Thomas Muller who I thought had an excellent day today literally everything he did came off um, it was a brilliant performance there were moments I thought he could have gotten a goal um, the other thing I would like to point out is the Goretzka Kimmich pivot one thing that I noticed today that I haven't seen much of lately is Kimmich wandering into the box on a few occasions and because uh, sometimes he'll slot in at the back and because he has had to take on more defensive duties in the absence of Goretzka as well I haven't seen much of that it is Goretzka is definitely the more attacking of the pair but Goretzka also gives Kimmich the license to move forward when he stays back um, Jamal Musiala came on late on he was as always a great influence on the game uh he was brought on for Gretzka we saw Corentin Toliso come into the game as well I think Bayern overall somewhat got away with this one it wasn't a great performance. It wasn't a poor performance by any means. Bayern controlled the game um, and usually they ran more. When I saw the count at the end, I was surprised because the opposition teams tend to run more when they play Bayern. Maybe because Bayern had extra men on the pitch for a few seconds. But it just... It wasn't a vintage Bayern performance, which I can understand coming back after an international break. And I could also see that Nagelsmann wanted to rest players ahead of VRL on Wednesday, I believe. But it... If Flecken... Yes, you, you score from mistakes by the opposition, but Flecken just had a poor day, and opposition goalkeepers tend to have very good days against Bayern. 
Schlotterbeck slipped for one of the goals and his slip was unfortunate and let Gnabry in. So Freiburg just had, there were a couple of unfortunate incidents, but on the other hand, I don't think Freiburg really threatened that much as well. And some of Freiburg's chances were giveaways from Bayern. I remember Kimmich at some point basically giving the ball directly away would set up uh, Holler who missed his chance. So it there's there's work to be done but I think that is more down to accuracy in and around the final third and just kind of sorting things out with the return of players and coming back after the international break. I think Villarreal will tell us more. If Freiburg had a more potent attack today, um, things might have looked different. I was surprised not to see Jung included from the get-go. I don't know if that would have necessarily made a difference, but Freiburg did look a bit lacking up front. Another name that I would have liked to see was uh, Kevin Shada, but I don't think Kevin Shada was available today. At least I can't recall seeing him, but it just... Kevin Shada would have would have had would have given Freiburg some additional pace and I think he should have started. It just it was surprising to me to see that Shada was not included. Um I could I could have sworn I saw him warm up, but I am not seeing him on the match day squad, but I might be getting this wrong for all I know. So I've seen Kevin Shada run at defenders. I have seen him really be a nightmare for many folks. So I am a little bit surprised uh, that Christian Strike decided to leave him out especially at 1-1 when they kind of had Byron a little bit on the ropes but then again um, you know Strike had his reasons so yeah it was it was surprising to me so either way I thought Byron did well to get the win but I really did not think it was a vintage performance and I do think there is work to be done in the weeks ahead and like I mentioned Villarreal will be a much better test now on what happened at the end of the game my understanding was that Barn had 12 guys on the pitch at one goal at first I thought it was because uh, Niklas Zule was on and nobody had been taken off for him but I from what I heard I think it was because Coman hadn't yet come off. It was weird to see Tolizo come off after he had come on, Rizzoli, so I, I don't know what happened there. I don't think this will impact the result in any way. At least it's unlikely because the refereeing team caught it almost right away. Um, but yeah, that led to the eight minutes of at a time and comical finishing. So, 
that's it from me, Samrin. Thank you for listening. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, at Tommy Adams 71 at BFW, and more. And other than that, enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, we hope you'll tune in for Villarreal as well. Take care. <laughs>